Blog Talk Radio. Imagination is everything. I can't remember who wrote those three words in that order, but it seems he summed up it all. Imagination is everything. Our lives will reflect the way we use our imagination. The child imagines himself walking like the adults he sees above him. As soon as he can walk, he wants to run. As we reach successive plateaus in life, we begin to imagine ourselves reaching the next one. And thus our imaginations lead us on from one idea to another through every day and every year of our lives. But if we're not careful, our imaginations can lead us into mazes of confused complications from which we may find it difficult to extricate ourselves. So it's a good idea, as we use our imagination, to always strive for simplicity, to avoid the complicated. Remember the three main departments of living, family, how we spend our days, work and leisure, and income. If we're wise, we'll work toward keeping each as uncomplicated as possible, as interesting and as rewarding as possible, but at the same time, simple and straightforward. Are we living the lives we want to live, or are we living stereotype lives based on phony values? Usually, they're a combination of both, a kind of compromise which says surely other people must have some idea of what constitutes the good life. After all, there are so many of them. But when we look closer, we see that they're living shadow lives, as Mumford calls them. In competition, ice skating, you've seen a couple match each other's movements almost perfectly. It's called shadow skating, I believe. They try to match each other's movements so perfectly that each might be the other's shadow. In any sort of neighborhood, you will tend to find people living much the same way. Their homes, landscaping, furnishings, and lives are typified, if by anything at all, by an almost total lack of imagination. Imagination, like anything else, needs fuel for production. You can't have something from nothing. Thomas Edison said, I'm a sponge. I want to know the answer to everything. With his great lifetime inventory of information, he could assemble an incredible array of new combinations and permutations. Electric light is a combination of elements, and so is any good idea, or any bad idea for that matter. Most of us make the mistake of not asking why. Why do I live here, in this house, rather than in some other house? Why this life, instead of another life? Why this work, instead of other work? Why these rewards, instead of others? Now, this doesn't mean we'll change anything necessarily, but at least we'll be living lives that have been examined and found to be to our personal liking. We'll know that we're not living the lives we're living simply because they reflect and are pretty much composite copies of the lives we see about us. There should be, to my way of thinking, deep main currents in our lives. Our family lives, our work and our leisure, and our rewards in the form of income. Our family lives should be good and richly satisfying. What is our input here? How are we using our imaginations to bring meaning, charm, and love to our family relationships? It's an ongoing process that should become richer and more meaningful with the passing of time. As we grow older, we should come to love each other more instead of it being the other way around. Imagination can bring this about, making allowances for unmanageable neuroses or even psychoses that may crop up. I've often thought of producing appointment calendars with weekly reminders that we should think of something interesting to do for those we love to let them know we don't take them for granted. A dinner out, a weekend trip, flowers, a card, a phone call, a gift. Maybe nothing more than a big hug in the words, I love you very much. The five most important words in the language when arranged in that order. Or planning a really interesting vacation six or eight months in advance and instead of waiting until the last minute and finding yourself with nothing very interesting to do. How about your home? Is it what you want? 
H.L. Mencken once commented that the average home is a house of horrors and doesn't reflect poor taste so much as it reflects no taste at all. People tend to order their steaks medium and their homes and lives the same way. Medium rhymes with tedium. The family is the most important part of the life of most of us. What good is accomplishment if there's no one with whom to share it? What good is anything if there's no one with whom to share it? And since the family is first in importance, it represents a fertile field for the imagination, not just for the woman in the family, but for the man, and hopefully the kids as well. Family creative thinking sessions are a lot of fun and a never-ending source of good ideas. Check every idea for basic simplicity. Avoid complication whenever possible. Next, imagination is a prize for the way we spend our days, our work, and our leisure. Let's take them in order. No matter what it is we want, if it's within the realm of reality, we can get it through imagination applied to our work. Nothing now being done by man is being done the way it can and will be. Everything will be done much better, not can be, will be, whether it's the result of our applied imagination or not. People who resist change in their work are impediments to progress, yet the first words the new person on the job usually hears are, now this is the way it's done around here. A business leader made the comment that if we're doing anything this year the way it was done last year, we're obsolete. Now that's an extreme generalization, but deserves careful attention. In most things, it's true. Now while getting new ideas in business is usually the best way to guarantee unpopularity, it's still the only way to renewal and growth. People resist new ideas from the top to the bottom of an organization, especially if it's an older organization. Championing a new idea is a lonely business. But if you believe it's a good idea, if your research causes you to believe it will be a significant benefit, and the costs and disruption necessary to test the idea are not completely out of line with its ultimate benefits, then fight it through. Do it as diplomatically as you can, make as few enemies as possible, but fight it through if you believe in it. The object of management is not to be loved by the people in the organization. It's to make things happen most profitably for all concerned, particularly the customer. People historically have stood in the way of virtually every good idea, and especially if it isn't theirs. Your good ideas can lead to your dismissal from an organization. But ideas are more important than a job. With good ideas, you have independence. There's always a way to succeed. A friend of mine found he couldn't get his ideas through the board of directors. He resigned, and beginning at about the age of 60, he built a $300 million a year business on his rejected ideas. Walt Disney used to ask 10 people what they thought of a new idea. If they were unanimous in their rejection of it, he would begin working on it immediately. Our world today consists of thousands of things people once thought were impossible. How many good ideas have you followed through to completion in your work during the past year? A business whose very beginning and success were based on innovative imagination, will become a model of stodgy convention with a few years of good profits. Ask yourself, what business am I in? What is its purpose? How does it contribute to the well-being of mankind? And how can I make it better? Not how can we produce more necessarily. We have almost overproduced ourselves into a world junk pile. In trying to produce more and more, many businesses have lost sight of real quality. Quantity became the god, with a small increment of profit on mountain ranges of units, gadgets, shiny junk that fell apart when the purchaser got it home, knobs that broke or fell off, buttons that came off, toys that couldn't stand the strain of being unwrapped, towering mountain ranges of shiny, worthless junk, 
none of it worth our time, let alone our money. There's a rapidly growing avant-garde that will one day represent the majority of the population that is determined to buy quality, and they'll go to any country to get it. We can satisfy this growing, discriminating market now and in the years ahead. Many of our fastest-growing companies are proving it. But it means going back to the old verity. Quality first, quantity second. Both can be achieved through human imagination, the most incredible agency ever to appear on Earth. Now as to input. We should never stop building our store of information. We can never get an idea without raw material, which is information and application. If there's real talent there too, so much the better, but talent has a way of developing with hard application, daily application, perspiration, long hours of study and deep thought. Become a sponge for information that applies to what you do. Read everything you can find on the subject. Build a fine library of books that are filled with the ideas of others on your specialty, whatever it may be. You know, my wife is a great cook. She must have 30 cookbooks. People who say they're great cooks without ever reading the ideas of others are kidding themselves. I know a writer who refuses to read the works of other writers. He's never amounted to much. Great painters have always learned more from other painters than they did from nature, and they still do. Somerset Maugham laboriously copied the style of writers he admired. I mean, he would sit and copy page after page of the actual words they wrote so that he could learn how they wrote. He then wrote the stories he wanted to write with a marvelously finished skill. You know, when I first started in radio, I listened carefully to the country's best and highest paid radio personalities. They had learned their skills through many years of hard work. I learned a great deal from them. All I had to do was turn on my radio and listen. Frank Sinatra learned his amazing breath control from Tommy Dorsey, and every great performer who ever lived has had a model or models he or she studied and admired and wanted to emulate. How about you? The person who thinks he doesn't have to study his craft, art, or profession is a pompous fool, and his chances of ever amounting to much are very slim indeed. A never-ending taking in of the best thoughts of the best people in the field of our choice is the best assurance that we will never stagnate, never stop producing. Paracelsus wrote, Thoughts are free and are subject to no rule. On them rests the freedom of man, and they tower above the light of nature. For thoughts give birth to a creative force that is neither elemental or sidereal. Thoughts create a new heaven, a new firmament, a new source of energy from which new arts flow. When man undertakes to create something, he establishes a new heaven, as it were, and from it the work that he desires to create flows into him. For such is the immensity of man that he is greater than heaven and earth. If we can catch the vision that life is lived from within out, that it's not so much what happens around us or to us as what happens in us that counts, we can set our own pace, live our own lives, meet situations and people objectively without fear or resistances, and we can become healthier and as prosperous and happy as we want to be. What would it be like to be a fully mature, self-actualizing, fully functioning human being? This is the ideal, busy, happy person with all his faculties smoothly functioning in perfect cooperation. No wars going on inside, no hang-ups, no neuroses. The ideal productive person. The late Dr. Maslow made a study of self-actualized people, and they stack up this way. First, these superior people have the ability to see life clearly, to see it 
as it is rather than as they wish it to be. They are less emotional and more objective about their observations. They're far above average in their ability to judge people correctly and to see through the phony or the fake. Usually their choice of marriage partners is far better than average, although by no means perfect. These self-actualized people are more accurate in their prediction of future events. They see more fully, and their judgment extends to an understanding of art, music, politics, and philosophy. Yet they have a kind of humility, the ability to listen carefully to others, to admit they don't know everything, and that others can teach them. This concept can be described as a childlike simplicity and lack of arrogance. Children have this ability to hear without preconception or early judgment. As the child looks out upon the world with wide, uncritical, innocent eyes, simply noting or observing what is the case, without either arguing the matter or demanding that it be otherwise, so does the self-actualizing person look upon human nature in himself and in others. Without exception, Maslow found self-actualizing people to be dedicated to some work, task, duty, or vocation which they considered important. Because they were interested in this work, they worked hard, and yet the usual distinction between work and play became blurred. For them, work is exciting and pleasurable. Maslow found creativity to be a universal characteristic of all the self-actualizing people he studied. Creativeness was almost synonymous with the terms healthy, self-actualizing, and fully human. Now here again, the creativity of these people is similar to that of little children before they learned to fear the ridicule of others. Maslow believes this to be a characteristic which is too frequently lost as we grow older. Self-actualizing people either do not lose this fresh, naive approach, or if they lose it, they recover it later in life. Spontaneity is typical of this person. Self-actualizing people are less inhibited, therefore more expressive, natural, and simple. And of course, they have courage. The courage that's needed in the lonely moments of creation. This is a kind of daring, uh, going out in front all alone, a defiance, a challenge. Thus, while these persons are humble in that they're open to new ideas, they're willing to forego popularity to stand up for a new idea. The self-actualizing person is a hard worker. Inspirations are a dime a dozen. The difference between the inspiration and the finished product, for example, uh, Tolstoy's War and Peace, is an awful lot of hard work. To go on, the self-actualizing person has a low degree of self-conflict. He's not at war with himself. His personality is integrated. This gives him more energy for productive purposes. As Maslow puts it, truth, goodness, and beauty are in the average person in our culture only fairly well correlated with each other, and in the neurotic person even less so. It is only in the evolved and mature human being, in the self-actualizing, fully functioning person, that they're so highly correlated that for all practical purposes, they may be said to fuse into a unity. The psychologically healthy person is both selfish and unselfish, and in fact, these two attitudes merge into one. The healthy person finds happiness in helping others. Thus, for him, unselfishness is selfish. They get selfish pleasure from the pleasures of other people, which is a way of being unselfish. Or saying it another way, the healthy person is selfish in a healthy way, a way which is beneficial to him and to society, too. Research indicates that the healthy person is most integrated when facing a great creative challenge, some worthwhile goal, or a time of serious threat or emergency. The mature person has a healthy respect for himself, a respect based upon knowledge that he is competent and adequate, and while not dependent upon it, frequently receives deserved respect from others. 
such a person does not need or value unwanted fame or notoriety. He's in control of himself and his destiny. He's not afraid of himself, ashamed of himself, or discouraged by his mistakes. He makes mistakes, but takes them in stride. The psychologically healthy person is highly independent, yet enjoys people. He's free. He resists the dictates of culture when it does not agree with his point of view. The average person is motivated by deficiencies. He seeks to fulfill his basic needs for safety, belongingness, love, respect, and self-esteem. The healthy person is motivated by a desire for self-actualization or growth. Dr. Maslow said to his students, if you deliberately plan to be less than you are capable of being, then I warn you that you'll be unhappy for the rest of your lives. You'll be evading your own capacities, your own possibilities. Henry James, the very prolific American novelist, brother of William James, who is often called the father of American psychology. In fact, the James family remained outstanding for generations. Henry James once wrote in The Ambassadors, Live all you can. It's a mistake not to. It doesn't so much matter what you do in particular, so long as you have had your life. If you haven't had that, what have you had? What one loses, one loses. Make no mistake about that. The right time is any time that one is still so lucky as to have. Live. Well, that wouldn't be a bad piece of advice to have framed and placed in a conspicuous place, would it? Live all you can. It's a mistake not to. Show yesterday, so morning today, putting out some content for you guys. You know, it's always important. Even if you miss it, you know what I'm saying. The day put out something, let people know what's going on. You know what I'm saying. Communication is key. Keeping people updated on what's going on. I apologize for yesterday. Just had a busy day, busy week, really. Um, got a lot of stuff going on. Um, cafe, that's a new company that I'm actually um going into. So I got a lot of other stuff going on, um, like I said, with the whole juicing company, we'll be doing teas and coffee, you know what I'm saying, and from there, we're going to branch off into, um, you know, from learning from these other organic farmers and learning how to, you know, write stuff for myself. But anyways, uh, what we want to talk about today, again, is that imagination. I keep talking about the imagination because it's so important to your success and how you apply your imagination. You feel what I'm saying? Basically, when you see the end, you feel what I'm saying? That's the result. That's that's what's going to come of your action. You feel what I'm saying? Because that's the only way you're going to be able to see what you see in your mind is by taking action. And there's no better time than now. You know what I'm saying? Understanding the urgency of Using your 24 hours, that's, that's the most important thing. You feel what I'm saying? Everybody has 24 hours, like today, even today. What are you going to do in the hours that you got right now? You feel what I'm saying? These seconds, these minutes, what are you thinking about? You feel what I'm saying? What is it that you're going to do today that's going to get you towards your goal? Or towards 
being the person that you want to be. Because I know me, no matter what, I'm always going to be doing something. I'm always going to, you know, be growing in some type of way, whether it's just internally, externally, whatever the case may be, always striving, always going for the growth. Because the growth is important. Growth, no matter what, you know what I'm saying? No matter what sacrifice you need to take to grow, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a blessing. No matter how much missed time or missed opportunities or how many times you you fail, that doesn't matter right now. What matters right now is that you still have time to make it right. And you have to see it be right. You feel what I'm saying? You have to see it actually going smoothly to make it go smoother. All this shit is important. You have to see this stuff. Like, um, you know, I shouldn't have as much confidence as I have, but I have it because I instilled that in me. Of course, uh, you know, um, growing up, you know, my, my parents helped me with that as well. Um, you know, parents, grandparents, aunts and uncles, different stuff like that helped me with my self-esteem and stuff like that. But it's all because of me as well because, I mean, yeah, you can have a great foundation, but if you don't use it correctly, then it's useless. Um, then, as you see, I have great confidence to, uh, you know, walk my own path, make my own path. You know what I'm saying? Not scared to make my own path. Not scared of ridicule. You know, I've always been class class. So I'm not really scared of what people think of me. They can think what they think, but at the end of the day, they're going to be asking me, damn, how do you do that? Well, I need your advice. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be paying for me for advice. I want them to do the same thing to y'all. Pay you for it to, 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 to get, you know what I'm saying? Like, because you actually took a sacrifice, you made a change, you know what I'm saying? You did something for yourself. You know what I'm saying? You found your passion and you went with it. And that's what I'm pretty much doing. I'm doing the same thing. I'm just following my passion. I'm doing as much as I can. With all the energy I got, I might as well. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm doing a whole bunch of stuff because that's what it takes. It takes doing all this stuff to put yourself in the position that you want to be. If you really want to be there, you're going to put yourself in that position. You feel what I'm saying? Because that's all I think about every day, just put myself, you know what I'm saying, the best position. And once I get there, I even got more goals after that. Like, yeah, I got more. I was just, you feel what I'm saying, doing this one right now. Once I got here, I got more. You feel what I'm saying? And I got more. I'm always having more. You feel what I'm saying? Even getting me to where I am now. You know what I'm saying? Um, even before, I was still striving for growth. You know what I'm saying? Growth is the most important thing. Your growth every day is important. Never stagnate your growth. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, okay, you may have a job and you may be tired to get off work, but still do something for yourself. You feel what I'm saying? You work all these long. You put all the energy into somebody else's dream. Why not put it in your Why not put, even if it's just an hour, hell, even 30 minutes. 30 minutes is the, the, the minimum that you can put into your fucking dream a day, into your passion a day. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I don't have the money. I don't have this. You have all the tools you need. Just move forward. You know what I'm saying? The only thing you don't have is self-confidence. So you don't have 
the passion to really, you don't want it that bad. You don't want it as bad as you say you want it, because if you did, you would sacrifice, for, you know, you'd make the sacrifices to get it. If it was, let's just say, this is your last day, what would you do? How would you be remembered? You know what I'm saying? Stuff like that is um, important. I'm saying, you know, you think it's death or nothing like that, but this is the impact that you can make for the day. How can you make a difference? You know what I'm saying? Um, that's always my biggest question. How can I make a difference? What is it that I'm doing today that's going to make a difference? Uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I know one of the biggest things people always worry about my smile. You know, I'm always smiling. I'm always happy. People say, hey, the price is up today. You know, um, people with my voice, price is up today. Stuff like that. Um, um, yeah, we just, we just got to start using our imaginations correctly. We got lost in translation as far as, you know, all thinking that. Using our imagination, daydreaming, or oh, this is this dream. Oh, yes, it may start off that way, but you have to make it into reality. You have to take control of that, not leave it in somebody else's hands because your life is not in no one's hands but your own. No one else controls it. No one else controls your life but you yourself. No one controls the direction that you're going except you yourself. Unless you give that control to the other person, then yes. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nobody can make you or break you except for yourself. Nobody could push you to be successful except for yourself. Nobody could put you in any position but you yourself. I always remember you have the power that you always had the power that you never, ever was powerless. So move forward with the knowledge you have now and make it happen. And it just sounds like, oh, you know, blah, 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 blah. No, it's, it's actually real shit. This is dumb. But you have to understand that everything always works out for me. No matter how fucked up shit may look like it ever was, it always worked out. You don't know why? Because I have the attitude of, oh, okay, I figured this out. Okay, how can I figure this out? I never say I can't. If, if I can't visually see it, or I can't feel it, guess what? I ask myself some questions. Really, how can I? You know, I continuously ask that, how can I? Because until I get the answer, I never leave any question unanswered until I get the answer. I have to get an answer to get the world. You feel what I'm saying? I just won't be able to think right. I have to be definite in, our, in how we use our, our brain energy. You know what I'm saying? Or my thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Or vibration. Because all thoughts, all that stuff is, is vibration, energy, whatever you want to call it. It's all the same thing in my eyes. 
know what I'm saying? I said, oh, you know, the same thing. You know what I'm saying? You want to get something, you align yourself with the vibration. You know what I'm saying? Um, the frequency. Um, you know, get something. You have to be in this energy field as that. You have to become that energy of that item. You know what I'm saying? You have to actually own it. You have to truly feel like you own it, wherever it is. You know what I'm saying? You have to truly, like, make new. And, you know, um, and these things I always see myself upon the wheel of a fucking ice ass Lamborghini. There's a vintage oil, a lot of You know what I'm saying? It's going to be all of them. Or the Rolls Royce. You see what I'm saying? Or Maybach. You know, sitting in the back, my nice Maybach truck, you know. Huh. You got to see yourself and you have to actually own it. You know, all this stuff that I'm making up, if I own it, it's mine. Because I have seen the end. Once I have seen the end, guess what? No one else can tell me that it's not mine. Trust me. Sounds crazy, but it's the truth. No one can tell you that it's not possible, or that you can't have it except you yourself. When you see it yourself, you see it in your mind yourself, your imagination is the number one thing that tells you that, hey, you have the capability of having it. But it's really your choice or if it's going to continue to be a dream or you can make a reality. Are you going to make the sacrifices for it? A lot of people won't make the sacrifices. Me, I don't give a fuck what. Whatever I need to do, I'm going to fucking do it to make, if, if, if it aligns with me morally, then guess what? I'm going to fucking do it. Regardless of what other things people think is the most fucked up shit in the world, I don't give a fuck. They kiss my ass. You feel what I'm saying? Are they going to pay my bills? No, they're not. So it, it really doesn't matter what other people think. You know what I'm saying? You know, like, that's why you have to take chances. You have to sacrifice something. Everybody that is successful has sacrificed something, has made plenty of sacrifices. I failed many times more than you probably even tried. You want to know why? Because they have put that energy out there that, hey, I want this bad. I want this so bad. I don't give a fuck if you recruit me for, for failing or for falling short. Because guess what? When it's all said and done, you don't count successful persons failing you. You worry about them being successful, but you don't know how many times that they failed, how many times they fell short. You don't know what sacrifices that they had to make. Help. When people think that you got something lucky or that it was easy for you, you and your mom thinking down. You don't know what the fuck I had to go through to get that shit. You know what I'm saying? I made it look easy. But you don't know the sacrifices, the shortcomings, the losses. Because in any game that you play or anything that you you follow, there's going to be times like that. There's going to be times that you're just going to have to, I mean, keep it real. Go off your own fucking energy. There may not be nobody to fucking have your back. But in the end of the day, it's like that sometimes. It's like that to where all you got is yourself. All you got is your energy. And guess what? You got enough of it. And that's all you need. You know, when you need no cheerleaders behind you, people 
like that behind you and, and when it's all starting off, have to fuel your own fire. You have to start your own fire. Nobody's going to start a fire for you and be like, oh, here, here, that's yours. No, it ain't going to start a fire, and guess what? It's going to be theirs, and now you need to find a way to start your own fucking fire because they're not always going to be there. They start the fire for you. They cook for you. You know what I'm saying? Treat my dreams like I'm in the wilderness. Like, guess what? I ain't got got nothing but myself, but I'm going to find a way to climb the top. To eat every day. You feel what I'm saying? When we start treating it, treating the dreams like that, where it's something daily we have to fucking do, setting, you know what I'm saying, daily goals of, okay, this is what I'm going to do every day. To help me get closer and closer to this goal. No matter how many fuel, no matter how long, but you always got to set a due date of when you're going to be done with this goal. Always set the goal. You know what I'm saying? Like me. I used to do it. I used to, I used to write out nice, like a check. You know what I'm saying? At the beginning of the year, right out of this check, I used to. Had his check in my pocket, and I used to walk around like I had this check. You feel what I'm saying? Like, every decision I made was off of, okay, I got this check in my pocket. What would I do if I had this money? You feel what I'm saying? What kind of moves would I make? You know, because now I had this money. And things started going up. You know, I started getting more sales online. You feel what I'm saying? Just different stuff like that. By having that mindset, I attracted my money. I guess I got in the frequency or the vibration or the energy of the money or the goal that I was going after or becoming. Eventually, I did uh, amass that amount of money that was going to check, but the whole point is that you have to have a definite goal of where you're going. And that's why I would tell people Set big goals because you're going to reach your goal. So why start off small when you can go big? I'd rather go big and fall one short of that big goal than have a, a, a freaking small goal and fall short of that. I mean, if it takes you having to prove that to yourself that, hey, I can do this, then of course do it. And like I said, you got to do what you need to do. I know me, I've already went through the proven stages of, you feel what I'm saying, the law of attraction, whatever you want to call it. Um, Minding yourself with the vibration of energy, whatever you want to call it. Basically, I attracted it. I brought it to me. I made it be who I am and... and you know what I'm saying? It all starts from within. Everything is within. It starts from within. As long as you remember that one rule right there, you never lose. It all starts from within. Everything. All your insecurities. And the reason people can exploit or have energy over you or power, whatever you want to call it, is because you give it to them. Everything is because of you. There's no one at fault but you yourself. 
take accountability for everything, even things that not your fault take accountability for. That's what I had to do to understand accountability itself, that once I put myself in the shoes of, okay, I control the situation, you see it a lot more differently when you're in control of the situation, when you're at fault. Not someone else. You can blame somebody else for all your problems or everything that you have going on, but at the end of the day, it's all your fault. Take accountability for it, move forward, learn from it, do better. All you can ever do. Never beat yourself over mistakes or failures or shortcomings. That's part of the game. Anybody that's successful will tell you that. Take it how it is. It's not about losses, the rings on everybody. Some people have umbrellas, some people dance in the rain, some people out there umbrellas and just get rained on them. Not a man. It's all about how you take it. Hell, if I got my, my shit in this rain, I really don't want to get wet. I won't. I mean, I'm not going to be mad at that. Oh my God, so look, my rain cold. I don't have the umbrella. It's all about how you take stuff. It's not about what happens. It's all about how you take it. Just live. Don't, don't take all that stuff that's the negative stuff that's going on in your life too harshly, too badly. Take it like it's nothing. Just keep, keep walking. Like it's nothing. It may hurt, but by you trying to do that pain, you're going to become stronger, more resilient. Uh, well, that's it for today. Um, like I said, I can help you guys uh, with different little credit stuff. Uh, of course, you know, um, I just help people out with the um, credit stuff. If you guys got any credit questions, just, you know, ask me. Uh, help you guys. I'm helping a couple other people build their um, credit scores. So uh, I'm squeeze a little shot in there with this, which I know y'all know it's gonna work. Um I should have something new for y'all within thirty six months. A little three to six months method that'll help you raise a credit score of, you know, in that amount of time. Uh, but anyway, yeah. Peace. I'll uh, see you guys Friday. Sorry, I did show Saturday, but you know, busy week. Um, all right, peace. Appreciate everybody tuning in.